0: hello and welcome to an unexpected podcast uh, my name is tim and with me as always we have rainier and matt and then joining us as a seems to be a regular is evan iverson um on this week's episode we're going to be going over a list by ralph swanson and our main topic is going to be the corsairs of umbar and going over that army um, but i'd like to remind everybody to leave any questions they have for a QA that we'll have in the future as well as to let everyone know that we are available on spotify and on uh, Apple Podcasts in case you'd prefer to watch us there as well. Or um, listen
1: to us there, which oh, is yes, really listen. all you well, can do.
0: Well, you know, I like to change um. things up, you know, make things different. Um,
2: it would be weird if they watched us for two hours. Just you know, maybe like they the like the that screen. They like
0: the picture. They want to examine everything about it, you know. It's creepy,
2: but it's good. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, to each their own, I suppose. Um, so we'll go over the list right now, uh, which is from Ralph. So it's a 600-point Far Harad Serpent Horde alliance. Uh, and in the first warband is Suladan on an armored horse with five Harajan warriors with spear and five Harajan warriors with bow and spear. It's also got uh, warband two, which is a Mahud king with war camel, war spear, and shield. And then five Mahud raiders with war camel and war spear and 10 half trolls. So it's 27 models, five might and five bows. He said the idea of the list is to create more threats than your opponent can answer, um, all of which hit hard on their own. You get two mounted heroes with access to heroic strike, five war camels and 10 men wide infantry lined with terror, fight five, four attacks to win the fight if they're in the banner range, Uh, strength five and D6 with two wounds in front. Even though he's low on might, he says, uh, and models almost every combat should be in range of Suliden's banner, and while slightly on the squishy side, he should be able to survive some shooting or bad rounds of combat. Um, so he's he's from Germany, which is always good to hear that we have people watching from different countries. Um, I mean, you look at it on paper, and at 600 points, you know, you're not going to really get many big heroes. So having someone like Suladan and the Mahud King, who can both do a lot of damage, is always great. That six-inch banner, of course, is you know he he's definitely going to be sticking together. He'll have obviously the Rajam warriors in the back uh getting a couple shots if he can not too worried about it though because he'll have defense six in front with the two wounds and i'll put the half trolls in front there and then i'll have the Mahodra- mahod raiders go kind of out wide and attack what they need to or get to objectives that he needs to um 27 models it's a little light but not that bad um but again his his army is pretty durable with the the half trolls in front having two wounds at defense six and fight five um I, with the terror as well in the front rank, it, it'll be really interesting at this many points value. Unless the person has bodyguard, or you know, maybe they have a shaman or something like that. But I mean, it, it'll be really tough to actually beat through this army unless they have either a bigger hero to take down the half trolls, or they have a lot of numbers. But even then, you still have to charge. So I don't know. It it, it it and on paper it seems pretty good. But what do you guys think about it?
2: I think it's amazing to be honest. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of uh half trolls. I know I took 4 to a uh, Harad uh Far harad serpent serpent alliance um 800 point army to Nashville once and I thought 4 was enough, but I've heard a lot of guys in my group and in other groups spamming them like 10 and it's a pain in the neck cuz right off the bat you think okay, you've got two major threats, Soladan the king, King can do most of the damage. Soladan <clears throat> has that banner and leader points you want to focus on him. And then you think, oh, shoot, there's also five Mahud raiders who can kill me in the movement phase and really do damage with the rogue combats with Soladan and um, the king. And then on top of that, you think, geez, I've got 10 half-trolls, which are basically captain, fight five, strength five profiles, two attacks, two, two wounds. So I think it's really really strong and 27 models at 600 points actually isn't that bad comparing when you compare the how many half trolls you have in the list because those suckers take a lot to take down like a lot to take down you got to think of your your basic heroes of men like aomir theoden Durinhelm, all of them like they're gonna have to strike just to win a fight against them so yeah i really like it um, of course, the squishy spots will be the the Warriors, but I think it's a great list.
1: Yeah, so and, and I think, well, I, I'm on the same page. I really like this list. And, you know, the Harad Warriors, I guess, stand behind the uh, half-trolls, so at least they have, you know, half-troll cover. Um, you have Suladan to march if you need to to get in range of shooting. Um, you know, I mean, I guess there's going to be vulnerability to the, the heavy shooting armies like the Rangers, but Um, I mean, frankly, what else are you going to, yeah, I'm not sure how to solve that problem at 600 points. And I'm not sure that is a solvable problem at, uh, at 600 points. And, you know, I assume you're going to have all of your mounted stuff, the King, Suladan and the five Raiders, uh, unless they're going off on some kind of dispersed task are going to be behind the uh, battle line and wait until somebody tries to envelop one flank and then, Go crashing into the the attempted envelopment, um, which I think is the right role for the camels because they get to counterpunch and they get to you know get the most of their impact hits. Um, if you know one tweak you could make, and I don't know if I would necessarily make this, would be you could change one half troll into another Mahood raider with. Um, Camel and War Spear, uh, and then take the five points left over from that conversion to give five of your Mahood Raiders blowpipes, just to give you a little more standoff power. Um, cause I think probably nine half trolls will accomplish just about anything that 10 half trolls will, um, and, and that would give you a little more shooting power, but I don't think you necessarily have to make it. I mean, that would that would leave you with a file of um, uh, or, you know, basically a Horadrum warrior with nothing to do, but run around on the flank, which, you know, is, is probably okay. Um, uh, or maybe, you know, he's your objective grabber. He's the guy that just kind of like hides in the woods uh, with his bow and plinks out of it while standing on an objective. Um, and that would give you five poison blowpipes, which probably because of the camels are going to be able to, Depending on where you deploy them, they may be able to shoot over the heads of or between this line. Um, something else you could think about here is um, instead of having everybody, instead of having your 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 foot battle line, um, you know, not you know. Shoulder to shoulder in the front rank, leave just slightly less than a a cavalry rank between them, so that they get charged. You're going to have several guys hitting each each half troll, um, and maybe overlap. And then the <coughs> and then your Mahood Raiders just kind of go running into the gaps, get their impact hits, and then soak people off. That might be a a good if you needed to cover more width with this battle line. That would be kind of a good way to. Um, kind of get the, the most of your counter-charge with, um, with the Raiders. But that's just a thought. Um, other than that, um, I think it's a great list.
2: A yeah. question. How, how many, oh, so you go for it, Evan. sorry.
3: Oh, it's just like, there, there's not much I can really add to this whole thing um, because this list seems to be pretty solid and uh, the person building it clearly uh, Knew what they were doing when they build it, and obviously, the list does have weaknesses. Uh, something like Corsairs or Rangers of Athelion or a Harad army with the Betrayer or something like that. Uh, we'll shoot it off the planet, but um, that's just that's something you've got to be prepared for. Um, another thing, a couple of things I found with half trolls is uh, if your opponent did in fact decide to um take one of those uh, fight six, three attack heroes, and they don't even have to be the big ones. They can be like Boromir of Gondor or something like that. If they really want to commit them in, they can kill two, maybe even three half trolls in a turn. So that's just something you have to be wary of because that's a lot of points that can go down the drain very quickly. So you can't always rely on your half trolls to just truck through absolutely everything. I mean other than that uh I think half trolls are ver- are a very uh they're an interesting concept especially because of the uh the auto pass courage within six of the mahod king and uh they definitely can do a lot of damage and terror is super useful so I'd be interested to see uh if you were to take this to a tournament or something like that how it goes
2: see I I think I would I would, I would do two things so first off, I would, I kind of go exactly with what Matt was saying. Um, if you put blowpipes on your raiders, it gives them kind of like a dual action. They can attack, and they can shoot. I find when I play Mahud, I prefer them to have blowpipes, because as is, you're waiting for the opportune time to charge your opponent, because the fight three on the Mahud, they're probably not going to survive the counter charge, so you have to make it perfect. So what I would do is I'd actually take the shield off the Mahood King and I'd use those five points to give the raiders blowpipes. Then I would drop one half troll and convert him into three horadrim warriors. That gives you 29 models, a little more breathing room when it comes to like objective game. Cause we we all I think are in agreement. This is like a a meat stick list, really good, like in combat. Battle line's gonna be like unbreakable almost. Um but just maybe a couple more models for objectives, um, to spread spread your force a- further. So that's that's what I would do. I mean, we all agree it's really good. Like I said, is maybe take the shield off the Mahood King. A lot of people like him having that extra defense. But I'm like, if he's going and he's gonna kill stuff and die eventually, put it on the Raider, and then take a troll out to get a couple more dudes. And I think. Um, What none of us mentioned about like how good this list is too is, I forgot that Soladan is a hero of legend too. So even if your Mahud King dies, Soladan's gonna pass the first courage test automatically once your force is broken. And just I I love all the cover you're giving for your half trolls. This is very very good list. Like if anyone's watching this, take this list to 600 point tournament.
0: So, is there any kind of when when you look at the army? I know we've talked about you know we can make this change or that change. Is there anything that you would kind of worry about when 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 playing the army? Kind of a thing like maybe a, a little bit of advice for him when playing the army that he should be aware of or or keep an eye out for.
2: I think Evan said it perfectly. Shooting, mm-hmm. um, when yeah, he talked to me, he, yeah, shoot, shooting's a big problem, um, especially a horde army shooting. Evan alluded to Athelian rangers like. You can't hit the whole Athelian ranger army. They can spread out and hit you in different different objects. Corsairs too. I'd watch out for. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. That 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 would be my big my big oh, thing.
3: Assault on Helms Deep uh, might be very painful. Um, I'm not sure if you're able to fit two ballistas into the list at this point's value, but I think you are. And those ballistas are going to be uh, instant killing. Uh, your half trolls and your raiders, and that's going to be very threatening. And also, the um, they have a bunch of strength four crossbows, which will just mince all of your warriors and uh, all of your defense six and defense four guys. Um, and I think I think that was a good point, Rainier, with the shield, because generally I'm very wary of dropping my heroes from defense six to defense five. Uh, because those heroes i found generally like to get murdered by Legolas. Um, but because Sulidan is already Defense 5 and Legolas is definitely going to be shooting at Sulidan, then it's less of a problem. So,
1: I'm not sure Legolas is going to be shooting at Sulidan I suspect the first thing that's going to happen is the Mahud King's War Camel is going to die. But that's... Uh,
3: well, it, it depends how many shots Legolas gets, because if true. you're playing something like Reconnoiter... Uh, if you shoot Legolas, like if you get six to seven shots, maybe with Legolas, you can just shoot out Sulidan and he's already killed more than his points value. Yeah. So that's I, just I th- something th- to be wary of.
2: I think one thing because we're talking about what to be wary of, but one thing to counter it, because I know like you you made it made a really good list, so I'd assume that you're you're decent at the game. Um, is for people watching, is I would throw my my half trolls in the front of the line like not just like one line one line like double up on the half trolls send them like heavy in front because you can lose one or two half trolls even three and once you hit combat that's fine they'll do their shenanigans but if you lose five six seven eight Haradrum warriors then that's when you're going to see a problem so protect those warriors as much as possible even if it means losing a few half trolls and the beauty of the half trolls too is you take a wound out on them and it's like okay it's got one wound left but its stats are still stacked so it doesn't really matter so yeah i'd, I'd be wary of that so, like like would, give them cover fire they're your meat shields
0: would you use the mahud raiders almost as like a stop the opponent from getting around to your spearman kind of a thing like would you use them as like a side thing to like say well you're not gonna get to my back rank in a, in a sense
2: yeah, I, I play them at side, but this list is less... It looks like a shield wall, mm-hmm. but it's not really defensive army. It's more of a like move forward. Mm-hmm. So I would have them on the flanks, kind of like what you would do, but less so protect, more so attack the opponent's flanks.
1: Well, unless you're going in against shooting, in which case... Oh, yeah, you
2: keep them back.
1: Wall of half trolls, followed by Wall of Harajan raiders, followed by everything on a camel or a horse. Mm-hmm. So There's at least in the ways before you get to anything that's on a camel or a horse
2: yeah and even with the the camels you don't have to send them with the heroic marches in a way you could throw them because of their speed behind houses woodland rocks stuff like that throw them around to uh get cover um freak out the opponent too because they just look terrifying and one or two of them on a good move phase can totally screw over like a like like a low defense to army. And that's the thing about the armies were like, oh, be aware of Corsairs, be aware of Athelion, Like, once you hit them, like, boom, 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 like, they're going to, like, mow them down, like, like, really well. So your opponent will know that, too. So I'd play them like you have five. One or two you could play around on, like, the far flanks to kind of freak your opponent out.
1: Mm-hmm. And, they, I mean, they are also very – they're much more effective when they're counterpunching. Um, much more so than regular cavalry because of that strength for impact hit so that they can, you know, not just go in and hit. I mean, particularly against if you're playing something that has a low defense, like a four defense or lower, um, you know, that's where you 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 let him kind of wrap around your half trolls and try and surround them. And then they come and sweep in and they can, you know, if you get enough of them kind of counter punching at one time, you can kind of just sweep, basically sweep that, uh, envelopment, um, off the table. And then, you know, your half trolls instead of having to fight, you know, like two guys with spears end up having to fight, like, you know, one guy <laughs> or one guy and perhaps a spear behind, and then they kill it and you kind of move on to the next thing.
2: Yeah. You'll usually, once you hit the battle lines, it'll start like this and then you'll see it piercing through. And then the opponent's army will kind of spread like the Red Sea in the Bible because it's, you're just gonna p- punch a hole in the army, yeah. um, and then like that's where we we're all like alluding to the flanks is where like the main part of the strategy is gonna come. And we didn't even talk about the heroes. Like I think the hero play is really important, and they can offer once you get them into combat, they offer the Mahti Raiders a lot of a lot of like shield and protection.
0: But Sulaadan on this list is just it's the ultimate addition with that oh banner.
2: Your, your battle line at fight five is getting four rolls to win the fight. That is and, just crazy. And
0: not only that, but you're also giving your, your cavalry, you know, the extra third dice on the, the charge as well. So with that war spear, they're going to get, oh, it's just, Suladon really is a great model. Um, any last thoughts?
1: No, I think we've
3: okay. covered it. Yeah. I All mean, right. other than just like, make sure to be using your camels correctly. If they get pinned down, Uh, make sure you've got at least one guy free to start that whole chain reaction by slamming through one guy, killing them, freeing up your other guy to move, and then slamming some more guys, and then just trying to punch right through them and get as many charge bonuses as possible.
2: Yeah, and to visualize what Evan's saying is like, don't bring your camels like like a beautiful battle line charging. Like, one in the front, one like five inches, back so if he gets charged the one in the back when it's your turn can charge kill the guy that's charged the original one then that guy charges again and it's just like a like a sweet little like patty cake game you're like bam 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 bam. (laughs) it's pretty good
0: yeah okay um well let us know ralph if you end up using this in a uh game or a tournament um we, may, we mentioned possibly, you know, getting rid of a half troll for, you know, blowpipes blow and an extra mahood or, or like Rainier said, maybe you drop the shield and, and add some more warriors. Um, but let us, let us know how you do There's not a whole lot to talk It's a very good list, Ralph. Um, but yeah, let, let us know how you do it. Uh, we're going to move on to the main topic for today, which is the Corsairs. So I think the first thing we should go over is the army bonus review. So... Do you guys think this is worth keeping on this army? Or is it just... Yes. yes?
2: So the, the army special bonus is Backstabbers. The only way you could do it is I think the only historical allies are Mordor and Harad. Serpent Horde, I think. Is Mordor a historical alliance with them?
0: Uh, let it don't, me look. Uh, no, uh, if it it is. isn't, actually. Yeah,
1: I don't think it
2: is. So just It is just, not. Just the Serpent Horde. So yeah, it's very, very good. The Backstabber special rule because you have basically a Fight 4 model. That's seven points. Of course, this is without him being kidded. Uh,
1: that has Backstabber, which is just insane. Uh, why don't you talk through? For...
2: We got some lagging going on. Um, so the Backstabber rule is yeah. if you trap your opponent... Um, you get one plus to wound with, with whichever model has backstabber. So, this is an army wide like uh special rule, it only applies to coarser models. So, we'll go over black numenorians and marshals and stuff like that in this list. It does not apply to them, it just, just applies to basically the pirate looking dudes. So, um, whenever they're in combat and you trap your opponent, you get plus one to wound. That is backstabbers basically.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so we'll move on, I believe, unless there's any. I don't think there's anything else. We'll move on to the first profile, which is kind of the leader of the army. I
3: mean, uh, one more thing. Sorry, one more thing on um, on backstabbers is it's not necessarily uh, required, I'd say, but you need to really think about if you want to um, if you want to drop it. So I'm, I'm talking like you're taking an army with a bunch of reavers in it and you're like, I really need the Shadow Lord to be able to protect my reavers or something along those lines, because it's not army bonus uh, that you want to drop lightly because it can be very strong.
0: Okay. Um, so move on to the first profile, which is Dalamir Fleetmaster of Umbar. So Rainier, if you want to go over that one.
2: All right, so Delmir, Fleetmaster of Umbar, is a Hero of Legend. Um, he's basically a named hero of with a Hasharan spe- uh, profile. Um, fight 5, uh, he hits his thrown weapons on 3, Strength 4, Defense 4, 3 attacks, 2 wounds, Courage 4, so that whole, like, assassin kind of uh, profile, troop killer, but also, like, has the ability to go toe-to-toe with a couple heroes. Um, his heroic actions are... Heroic strike and heroic defense. Strike, of course, is important important because he can go up against big heroes. Um, defense is really important because he's a hero of legend. So many times you'll take him as your leader. Also, defense, his defense four. Defense four, yeah. Defense four is very lacking. So an Urkai warrior can wound him on a four, basically. Um, he has two might, two will, three fate, and two wounds. So one big kicker right there is. I love to take him as my general because three fate defense or yeah, three fate rogue defense. And then um, he also has stock unseen. So he has an elven cloak basically. You can only hit him with shooting weapons if he's within six inches, if he's protruded by any terrain. So yeah, special rules are Bane of Kings. So he re-rolls any to wound rolls in the combat phase. Like this this is specific to the combat phase. I know when I first start, when I first played him, it was confused. Can kind his of throwing weapons? It's just the combat phase. So he has Bane of Kings, uh, Stock Unseen, and Pedernal pre- natural. natural. Lord have mercy, guys. <laughs> Predonatural. Well, yeah.
0: let, let, <laughs> let me bring it back because I, I always get confused. Now with with um, Bane of Kings, is it you must re-roll or you can re-roll? Must. Must. Yeah, so so if you if you're not trying to kill something, just keep that in mind that. But- you, if you fail the wound, you have to try to reroll to wound again. Yeah,
2: exactly. Exactly. So he's, he's kill stuff pretty well. Um, so his agility special rule, which I cannot pronounce because I'm from the South,
1: preternatural, <laughs> preternatural,
2: preternatural,
1: preter, preternatural, preternatural,
2: preternatural,
1: preternatural. Wow, oh my he goodness. There guys.
2: The <laughs> wow, there we go. <laughs> so, that is a, an amazing rule. Basically, he cannot be trapped whilst on foot. So, you can knock him over on, with a cav model, which he does not like, and kill him pretty easily. But if he's trapped surrounded by goblins, heroes, anything like you put him up against a wall, he cannot be trapped, which is amazing. His war gear is a sword. Throwing Daggers, and Smoke Bombs. Throwing Daggers are really good because um, he hits on 3s, and Smoke Bombs as well. Smoke Bombs has this really cool special rule, actually, is hits on 3, to throwing weapon. If um, your opponent does not expand a Fate Point, they are, what is the rule? Immobilized. And it's channel version,
1: version, yeah, version, so version of Transfix.
2: Channel version of Transfix. So it's really good. Um, I don't use it. By the way, it's uh,
1: to cancel it. You spend a point of will, not a point of fate. Oh, spend of will. Thank you, thank you. So yeah, um,
2: I find that I don't use it that often against heroes because many times people have will and they'll use it against them, um, unless you drain it with the Knight of Umbar, which we'll talk about. But yeah, it's pretty good. The only downside is if you roll a natural one, uh, you lose it for the whole game in the throwing, in in the to hit. So yeah, he's really good. I love him. I think he's, when I bring a Corsair list, he's like where I start right off the bat because he gives you a great, great killy troop killer model, a great leader, and a great model that um, basically has the ability to spam this army, which you'll want to do. And he's hard to kill or wound, which is amazing. What do you guys think? So, yeah,
3: I mean, everything... um... Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, in in case uh, in case you thought trolls were uh, actually useful, uh, now you can just throw a smoke bomb at them and they can't <laughs> resist it at all. So you charge and you kill them. In case you needed another way to uh, kill a poor, helpless monster without any heroic stats,
2: yeah, um, eagle too.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously there are a couple of glaring weaknesses to dalamere's profile. Uh, obviously, with the uh, the two might instead of three. Not being able to take a out and stuff like that. But even then, uh, there's so much that Dalamere does for the army that uh, you can sort of move past those weaknesses. Uh, I think I'm fairly sure he is the second cheapest hero of legend in the game behind Sharky, which nobody uses. So, uh, for all intents and purposes, he is the cheapest hero of legend in the game. Um, so, Sharky will... is a
1: hero of legend? Wow. I'm fairly sure. The legend of Sharky. The
0: legend of Sharky.
3: Yep. Sharky, the legend continues. I think technically a Witch King without stats is cheaper, but I don't know what you're doing if if you're taking a Witch King without stats. Um,
0: you're having a fun time.
3: Yeah, that, that is what you're doing. <laughs> Though I don't think it's very fun to uh, not play the Crown of Morgul. Um,
0: <laughs> I just like the thrill of knowing that I have no might zero fate. And if anybody does even one wound, I'm dead. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Dalamere is an auto take with this list. He's the first figure that you buy. Um, and uh, because he packs an awful lot into a 90 point package there. Uh, you know, and The smoke bombs are a lot of fun. I think Evan's right. Their main use is against monsters that have no will because typically you don't see Dalamir in a list with a caster. um, Although you could do it. Um, And he's kind of a neat guy to ally into a list with an effective ring wraith, as opposed to the Knight of Umbar that we'll get to in a minute. But um, just because, uh, you know, once the, once the ring wraith or whatever kind of, does something to drain off the will. So say the will, the wraith transfixes a hero and he spends his, um, uh, you know, his will to avoid that. And then in the shoot phase, Dalamir just throws a, a smoke bomb at him. And uh, uh, then he's channel transfixed. And a lot of people will you know, kind of forget about that. Um, and especially against, uh, I mean, especially against there are a few one will heroes running around out there and that's, it's really bad news for them, um, but because, you know, and also because he's on foot and can just hide behind this massive Corsairs of which he can bring 18 with them. Um, uh, you know, he, he just hides back in the mob, waits for his opportunity to run through a little gap and goes up and assassinate somebody.
2: Yeah. I think, I think like him on foot can actually be a bonus because of exactly what Matt said, like little tiny gap, boom, there's Dalmir and he's there to play. And I think a lot of, we, we talk a lot about, about his smoke bombs, their potential against monsters. I think his throwing daggers though are a really good take, especially for when you have the initiative and you have a little gap. So he's not going to get charged if they get the, the move off. But if you get the move off, you can throw him between the gaps, throw into say a mega hero, uh, potentially kill the mega hero's horse. And they fall down and he can like slaughter him or do d- different shenanigans so yeah his his him being on foot is also like a good a good take plus opponents don't see him as a threat they're like oh there's your your defense for four leader like i'm gonna try to get to him and when they do get to them it's like shoot he's fight five he has strike and defense three attacks he rerolls wounds um what are you going to do so we talk a lot in this in this show about models with multiple roles and i just think his him as a model what is he 90 points like i think 90 right like that's insane for all the roles that he does not just him himself in in, in the battle but also for your army as a whole having a hero of legend a really good leader like it's just a really good model in my opinion
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think the great thing is he has strike and defense. So, I mean, the benefit of being able to go, well, I need to win this fight or I need to stay alive. I mean, obviously, he only has the two might compared to... I think he had three in the old edition, if I'm correct. Uh, Um, I don't think he did. No, he didn't? No. Okay, maybe that's just me being... um, I mean, yeah, he he, he definitely is that model that you kind of go... You gotta be careful of those smoke bombs because even though you can expend a point of will, it's still annoying to have to, you know, deal with any kind of transfix whatsoever. So like if you needed that will to pass a courage test or something and you have to use it to, it, it's, it's annoying. I like him. Um, any other thoughts? No? Just take them Yeah, just take, him. <laughs> um, just take we'll, him. We'll move into a model which in the old edition was probably the most used evil model in the entire game i would think um but now i don't think it's used almost at all uh the knight of umbar so evan if you want to go over him
3: yeah so the knight of umbar uh, he's got he's got the classic ringwraith uh profile so obviously move six uh fight five shoot value four up but that doesn't matter strength four defense eight one attack one wound courage six and then the very unfortunate two might twelve will two fate, uh, which is a little on the lower side for uh, Ringwraith stats. Uh, he's got the armor of the Sunderland and a sword, and the armor the armor of the Sunderland means that uh, he only loses a point of will for having been in a fight if he loses a fight during the fight phase. So he only he only, the uh, the will of evil special rule only applies if he loses the fight. So basically what they want from you is they want you to have him fighting. Um, Other than this, uh, Harbinger, Terror, Will of Evil, all the normal stuff. And another special rule being combat mimicry. So at the start of any fight phase, before heroic actions are declared, he can spend a will to activate it. Uh, He can use the fight strength and or attack values of his opponent instead of his own. And he can, uh, he can mix and match. So he can only take the fight. He can take the fight and the strength or anything like that. Um, and his magical powers, he's got drain courage on a three-up, transfix on a four-up, compel on a five-up, instill fear on a five-up, sap will on a five-up, and black dart on a six-up. So his spells are absolute garbage. They um, suck. He, everything a Ringwraith casts, he casts on a one higher casting value. So it is so much harder for you to cast anything. That one dice drain courage you wanted to throw off very reliably, Well, you're failing 33% of the time. Casting transfix only 50% of the time. And once you get to compel and Black Dart, which you cast on a five up and a six up, You're almost never casting them. So, they clearly very much do not want you casting that many spells with this guy. But then the problem arises is that he's got all this, he's got this combat profile and all these combat special rules, and he doesn't have heroic strike. So, let's say, for example, You charge into a troll and you're like, okay, this is great. I'm going to copy your fight seven. I'm going to copy your three attacks. And then you both roll sixes and you lose the roll off. And there's nothing you can do about that because unless you channel transfix, which as we talked about earlier is incredibly hard to do because he casts it on a higher value and
2: he needs to spend might and all that stuff. He's, even for rogue strike Apparently. against like, like, like you, you match an Aragorn as in hero rogue strikes yeah. and you're like,
1: I can't even rogue strike. <laughs>
2: like
3: Yeah. It's, it's very, very unreliable and
1: everything you can do. I can do worse. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. There,
3: there is no justification for taking this guy over Kamul because Kamul basically does everything this guy does mm-hmm. and more. Um,
1: I think you could probably yeah. end the sentence after there's no justification for taking this guy. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. He's he's a he's a classic case of like he was too powerful in the old edition. Let's make him irrelevant in the new edition.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you've had your day in the sun. Now go yeah. sit at the back of the class. Yeah. Let We're your eight <laughs> let your eight brothers play. Like you've had your chance. It's their turn.
0: <laughs>
3: You're benched.
1: <laughs> Yeah, he, is,
3: he is the new um, he is the new tainted of the old edition where yeah. why would you ever take this guy because mm-hmm. they're just there are ring rates that are better than him um,
0: so, I mean I know I know we don't like to do this very often but in your opinion in a Corsair list specifically because we're talking about them if they fixed him where he had heroic strike and he went up to let's say let's say they kept him at 12 if they gave him heroic strike would you take him in this list
3: um, possibly. I don't think he would be an auto-include, but I think he would be a model that people would actually consider taking. Yeah,
1: he he would be useful. I mean, he, he kind of becomes... Essentially, if they gave him a heroic strike, he kind of becomes Kamul because he's the yeah. same type of of guy. I mean, I... It, it, since we're since we're off in the realm of fantasy land <laughs> in the land of how would I fix this guy that's clearly broken, um, I mean, my thought was since he... He's got this armor of the Sundered land that allows him to do things that have nothing to do with armor, right? You know, mm-hmm. he, he only loses a point of will for, I mean, I don't know what armor has to do with that. I mean, apparently it's just like a magical suit that, that allows him to not lose will. It would be actually, I think, be fun <coughs> to turn that into something that actually reflects armor. So like he had, say, the ability to like shrug off a hit on a four plus. Oh interesting. So instead of the the striking wraith, he becomes the tank wraith. The goblin king wraith. (laughs) Between that yeah, between that and the combat mimicry, you you just basically you just put him into somebody and say, I am going to sit here and be just as good as you for the entire game till one of us goes down. And because I can shrug off half the hits I take and I mean,
0: if,
3: if you want to be even more flavorful, you could give him something like heroic defense, which I don't
2: think any other wraith has. And it that
3: would, would definitely be interesting.
0: Yeah. I think it's doable
2: too. too because he only has a 12 will. So it's like mm-hmm. you can't really cast, and even throwing him into combat isn't in a way going to be beneficial to your opponent because he's losing the will. I mean, so something like that to make him relevant a little bit, it's not going to make him overpowered anyway.
0: He's one of those because he's got twelve well, which I don't think. I mean, they, they've established that they want Kamul at twelve well because he fights. They want of Umbra at twelve well because he fights. That's fine. That that that's been established. That's I, I don't have an issue with that. Um, they give him the ability to not lose well as long as he's not losing the fight. Fair, you know, it makes him so that he has his will for boosting up his um, ability to go to whatever attacks and fight value he wants to go to. And so I, I definitely think adding. But let me ask you this. Would you make it unique in the fact that when you call a heroic defense, does heroic defense only affect the model, or does it affect the mount as well?
2: Uh, it, only it only affects the affects
3: model.
0: The okay, so I'm assuming we wouldn't want to do something where it affects the mount as well.
2: You you could even do it where he can only heroic defense when make he's the like only like model off, in the game. Move the heroic
0: defense into their model as well.
1: Well, no, um, I mean you could. So I guess one issue with, you know, this is interesting. So one issue with heroic defense on a ring wraith is most of the time, he's only going to be wounded on sixes anyway. Mm-hmm. So what you're really doing is preventing the ability of somebody else to spend or or six fours, mm-hmm. um, preventing the ability of somebody to, you know, like spend might to influence that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's, I mean, what you could do is is say basically, he, he could call heroic defense by spending a point of will
0: That'd be, That'd, be to do it. That'd be interesting That'd be interesting. And
3: that's... actually, I, what if, what if he, we sort of lean into that idea of him being a monster killer and give him armor? That's basically the same as the armor of Gondolin. So it means he can't have brutal power attacks against him. So he can just walk right into a monster and say, Hey, you can't hurl me. You can't rend me. You can't barge me. You can't do any of that stuff. And I'm just going to sit here and be annoying. That would be yeah. interesting.
2: You could, right, but, right after what's his face, Delmir,
1: like channel transfixes the monster. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> well, I'm not sure I would take him just as a monster killer. I think,
0: I think, I think the point, I mean, the
1: you, word- you, you get, you get pretty much the same. Well, I suppose, no, I was thinking you'd get the same benefit from a uh, ring wraith, but not really, because you could still be hurled by a stronger monster, and most of them are stronger. But I, I, th-
2: I think the problem is with him is mounted on a fell beast. He's more expensive than dalmir and dalgamar combined, mm-hmm. which is just problem. Some, but right but here's there.
0: the point. I think the point we're trying to make though is like, even though, even though you know, it you may prefer to do the other route where you go Talgamar and Talamir. um. Just having the ability to go, well, if I want to go with him, I can still use him in a capable way. I think that's all we're really... We're not asking for him to be what he was in the old edition where he, you use him and you go, okay, well, I'm, he's like an auto-include. We're just saying we want him to be usable to a point where you go, if I if I decide to take you instead of this, this, and this, I'm still mm-hmm. going to have relevancy towards him and he's going to be able to do something. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully, you know, if, if there's future editions... Maybe that'll get changed, but for now it is what it is. So there's really no point to using him at the moment. Um, move into, this is this model might be one of my favorite models in the entire game. Um, this is a Hasharan and it's very, very similar to what uh, Dalamir is in a sense. But I'm interested to hear about the Hasharan. So Matt, if you want to go over that real quick.
1: All right, he says, turning to the correct page. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Hasharin, eighty points. Um, he is fight five, strength four, defense four, three attacks, two wounds, courage four, one mate, one might, one wound, three fate, daggers, uh, throwing daggers. And one
3: will, not one wound.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, one will, one might, one will, one uh, three fate. <laughs> Daggers, throwing daggers in a blowpipe. Um, He has heroic strike and he has heroic defense. So he is kind of like a uh, mini Dalamere. Again, bane of uh, kings, so poison and stalk unseen. Um, And he also has the preternatural agility um, thing. So, or special rules. So he can never be trapped uh, whilst still standing. Um, He's a hero of fortitude so he can lead 12 guys um i have to say i have never used a hasharan i think this is one of the few figures that we don't own um i've always kind of been deterred by the 80 points for hero of fortitude with one might and defense four um i mean dalimir is only Ten points more, and he comes with a lot more bells. And now,
3: remember, they are a hero of valor in the uh, the corsairs. Oh, are they hero
1: of valor in the corsair list? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Did not know that. All right, so that's that's a little better. You can lead fifteen corsairs with one of these guys. Um, oh. But it, yeah, anyway, I mean, his stats indicate he's somebody that you should think about, but he's never anybody I've actually kind of thought about. So. I don't know. I don't know if anybody yeah, I, else has used them here. Yes. I, I played them. Oh, you? What, how'd you do with them, Tim? Because I played them so, with them too.
0: I mean, I've used them in a Herod list. I've never. I don't play corsairs, so I can't say I've used them in a corsair list. But I've run. I think I ran one time. I think I ran triple Hasharan with. I think it was in the old edition. It was Golden King, but in this edition, I'd use Suladon, of course. Um, the problem. So so, if anybody remembers in the old edition, Aristor was one might as well, and. He's basically the good version of a Hasharan slash Dalamir, where he re-rolls to wound. He's got he only had two attacks, but you know, obviously he had the fight six, so he was and and people would kind of it's not that you wouldn't use Aerosaur, but you were just like, God, I just wish he was that little bit better. So what did they do in this edition? They gave him one extra might, and it makes such a difference for him having two might. And I just wish that they would give the Hasharans two might. If they gave them two might, I think they'd be seeing a lot more because not only do you have the option to heroic defense, you have the option to heroic strike. It gives them a little bit more ability to be you because at one one might point, I mean, like I said, I took three of them. That's only three might. That's one named hero, basically. But if you have two might and you go up to six, well, it starts to make a difference. I think if you give because the thing is, you don't want them fighting heroes, of course, unless you can unless you're able to trap them. Because what, what ends up happening is that with that one might, you can only get in a fight one time with a hero. And you save it for that specific moment where if you get screwed by a hero coming into you or her combating, then you either call heroic defense or heroic strike your choice. Um, if they gave them two might, it just makes such a difference. So I, they, I don't think they're usable until they get two might, in my opinion. But they are okay. very good. Models and they, they destroy troops just like Dalamere would. Um, and the other thing, they have blowpipes and um, throwing, weapons, so throwing weapons as well. So, you know, having that blowpipe, well, it's not that big of a deal. Well, if they're coming at you, especially in a Corsair list, you get that extra little range for a blowpipe or two. And then they come into the throwing knives as well. So, I don't know. I, I really like Ksharans. I just think they need that extra point of might.
2: Yeah, I I agree with you, because when I first started playing Corsairs, I was like, let me give these guys a try, and I tried them on my list, but that one might, like, to put it in perspective, it's, you come up against an Aragorn, Mm -hmm. and you're like, I'm gonna heroic strike or defense, which one should I do? Mm -hmm. If you decide to heroic strike, cool. If you win, you maybe wound him once, and then he Mm -hmm. kills you the next round. Exactly. If you heroic defense, you survive this round, and then he kills you the next round. So, it's puts their role into basically only a troop killer role in my opinion yes. you could use them to kill like mid-tier heroes or something but for that that many points it's just not and even as a troop killer you can't even really heroic combat with them because if you heroic combat with them once then boom there goes my might now i can't strike or defense with them so there goes those tools mm-hmm. so yeah it is basically i think yeah, just a troop killer. They kind of fixed the model in a way with Gondor at War when they added, oh, what is that new Redrum? Raza. Yeah. Raza. Yeah, Raza. Ra- Raza. Raza is kind of, in a way, even though Raza has some like things he doesn't have, what Asharn should have been, in my yeah. opinion. But, I- but yeah. I'll-
0: when, when when I when I saw Raza come out on paper, I, I was so excited because I'm like, finally there's another three might hero. He has the ability to go to fight six to fight off heroes. That one hero you don't want to fight against, maybe you pick him, and then you just kind of use him and you go. Oh, the fight four kills him. So you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like if if, if but obviously you can't have everything that you want for as cheap as raza is kind of a thing but yeah
2: but evan alluded to like him leading 15 pe- or he said him yes. leading 15 people like that's that's the one reason Benefit. you would take him in my opinion yes. if you want to just take a horde of corsairs don't put too much war gear on your corsairs just take a whole bunch of them um
1: yeah but the, i mean it's, it's good there's other ways to do
0: that ex- and, and i, mean, I think oh, that's
2: yeah that, that's that's a thing like it's like there's better ways why take
3: two of them when you can take three captains and exactly. have more Warband slots? Exactly. Um, but I think the real problem with the uh, Hushery are that they just, they aren't the sum of their parts. Because usually when you look at a model, you can sort of see how all of their different abilities and uh, and stats sort of are cohesive and they work together to make a model that has a very specific role and it feels like the the Hasharan is trying to do a whole lot of things, and they just don't do any of them well enough mm-hmm. because of their one might, because of the fact that despite their ability to reroll to wound rolls, um, they're not mounted. So they need to get traps in order to really get the most out of it. and. They're meant to be defensive with their two wounds and three fate, but they're defense four and they can only call one heroic defense. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to see how 10 points and uh, one might, one will the ability to uh, throw smoke bombs, backstabbers and, um, and extra warband size make Dalamir so much more useful than the, these guys. And basically removes them from the map almost
1: yeah so these these guys don't get backstabbers
3: uh they do not because they're haradrum they're
1: haradrum yeah um and and well i mean plus you also have i mean we haven't talked about um del Delgamar yet but i mean you, you all Delgamar is also somebody that i think you you definitely take before yes. you take the the hashara so he kind of becomes your third guy and at that point you're really into the realm of Captains and bosons, I think, with this list most of the time.
2: Yeah. So we all agree cool model, interesting profile. But
1: mm. yeah. uh, I mean, just maybe ho- I just hope
0: he gets a point of might.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe, it, maybe he's got a place in like a thousand point list or an 800 point list or something like it's that. It's
0: really, really fun to play them, I'll say. And, 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 and oh, I don't yeah. think, obviously, we mostly talk about being competitive, but if you want to have fun, they are a very, very fun model to take. And they just, it, they look so cool as well. I think they're a very cool model. Um, we'll move on to the Corsair Captain. So, Rainier, if you want to go over that. All
2: right. So if you guys have listened to me in previous podcasts, I'm a huge fan of Fight Five Captains, <laughs> no-name captains for their cheap points. Um, this is probably one of my favorite. So Corsair Captain is a hero of Fortitude. Um... He is a courser, so he gets a backstabber. He's fight five, hits things on fours, strength four, d4, so basic. Two attacks, two wounds, courage four, all basic. He has heroic march like any other captain does. Um, he's automatically equipped with a sword and throwing daggers. So for 50 points, not bad. Um, his op- war gear options are a bow, a crossbow, a shield, or a two-handed weapon. I find people usually use two of those options either a shield to make them survive a little longer or a crossbow. Uh, I always put a crossbow on my captains just because the two might with a crossbow is a beautiful horse killer for heroes. Um, Yeah, I like them a lot. We're going to go over the bosun, but just, uh, I just, yeah, I I like them better than the bosun, to be honest. Um, I think his two might as low as that sounds, is actually pretty high for a Corsair list. So you'll usually see people taking him over a Bosun or even a Hasharan, even the Knight of Umbar for such cheap points, um, because this is where you're going to get the basic might of your list, where you can call heroic marches, heroic moves, and things like that. I think the big kicker for me is his double threat, the first being in the shooting phase with um, a crossbow. Um, you can might up your crossbow to wound a hero, kill a hero, and uh, his throwing throwing weapons as well. Um, his backstabber rule is amazing when you consider that he is fight five. So if you couple him with Corsair Warriors or any other models um, and heroic combat, he can actually munch through things pretty quickly. Um, for a basic uh basic captain so yeah i i really i really like this model a lot um i usually bring at least one into my lists usually two i've even toyed around with a spam corsair list just pure captains leading war fans of 12 <laughs> and they each have a crossbow but yeah i i don't know if there's much to say uh more about them you guys might have more to say but i just think the big highlight is their fight five is really good um at killing elite armies that are fight four so that's going to make your your heroic combats a lot better the crossbow gun is good the throwing weapons are good and the backstabber is really good as well
3: yeah um i mean there's not much to say about these guys they're pretty solid uh i'm still trying to figure out why a bow and the crossbow are pointed the same seeing as one of them is trying <laughs> four but um well
1: you can't move when you shoot it
3: I guess yeah, but right. with warriors, crossbows are two points, and bows yeah, are one no. point.
1: A five-point crossbow for a hero is, is a pretty good yeah. expenditure yeah. of five points. Yeah,
3: yeah that's, it's, it's very good. Um, I mean, the only thing else I have to say about them is don't be silly with them. Uh, don't have them sitting out in your front lines when your opponent has a fight six hero lying around, especially if that hero is on horse because the hero is going to charge in, call a heroic combat, murder your captain, and run off and do something else. So always, always, always be very careful with your heroes that can't heroic strike, because too many times have I been using a random fight six hero and just seen the opportunity to go in, charge, kill a... uh, a fight five hero with no heroic strike and just run away. And then I'm 50, 55 points up. So be
2: careful with them. Don't always stick them in front of your lines. Shooting too, I think like if you have them in your front line, they, they die really fast. Um, especially if you have like a crossbow on them. Um, yeah, they die really fast. I, I think they're amazing at the late game. Um, when your opponent's all out of might, let's say in a fight five hero you have um, then you can throw him in there and be like, Hey, like we tie, like, and I'm surrounding you like 50, 50, if you lose it, you're dead. Um, uh, So like, I find him, him really good late game for that, the fight five, the two attacks. And it's just, he blends in with the other troops. I love it so much. It's, you see like this horde of Corsairs and it's like, Oh yeah, this one has two might.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. So this yeah. is, this is probably a good time to discuss, Um, tactics for heroes on foot, um, which this army exclusively has. Uh, And I mean, this goes to what Evan was saying and and Rainier was saying about uh, not putting them in the front line. I think we can expand on that and say, never ever in the approach march phase of a game, do you put a hero on foot in the front line? They need to have access to the front line. They need to have a a 1-inch hole in the line somewhere near them so that they can you know they're not going to get walled off if somebody charges you before you charge them um, but they do they do not want to be in the front line first of all so that they don't get shot which is fairly obvious obvious and second of all so that they don't get charged by by a mounted hero that is probably going to be better than them um and what you want is you particularly in this army that has tons and tons of throwing weapons, uh, and is evil so can shoot into combat. What you want is a front line that's entirely Corsairs, um, of you know, of some flavor, and then let the other guys' heroes charge them, then you take your your Corsair heroes and you charge into those one inch gaps that you left, which are, um, too small for the mounted enemy mounted heroes to come through, but just fine for your guys to countercharge through, and you'll end up charging in and, and, you know, your guys will munch, a, a warrior to a turn. And then for that big mounted hero that, you know, charged your regular Corsair, everybody else backs away from that guy and, um, you know, proceeds to create a nice ring of guys with throwing weapons around him and shoots into combat. And you'll kill your corsair, and you'll probably kill the other guy's horse, um, and you may inflict a wound or two. And uh, the more times you can kind of execute that tactic with corsairs, uh, the better. And you basically go through and kind of neuter your opponent's heroes. Um, wait till they're on foot, and maybe lost a fate or two, and you know maybe having spent some some might or something like that. And that's when you want to. Send your heroes in to, to deal with them.
2: Yeah, yeah. The, the basic of the army is you just cripple your opponent to where you have the, the number superiority and the fight superiority, and you take out their heavy like threat, and then you just pounce, pounce, pounce.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, horses are incredibly overpowered, and uh, just remember that they do have one weakness, and that is their base size. And if you've got a hero on foot, Make sure to use that base size to your advantage. So make gaps where a uh, where cavalry heroes can't fit through, but your own heroes can fit through. So they can slide through, get to places they need to go. Because otherwise, you are really suffering um, because of your ability not to take a horse.
0: OK. Uh, we'll move on to the next profile, which is the Corsair Bosum. Uh, Evan? Who did we say was the new bosun?
3: Uh, I think it was me.
0: Yeah, okay. Evan, if you want to go over the bosun.
3: Um, So, yeah, the Corsair bosun, 45 points, which is five points less than a captain. Uh, Move six, and already we see a huge difference, which is the Corsair bosun is fight four. Uh, Strength four, defense four, two attacks, two wounds, courage four, one might, Another big difference. One will, one fate. Sword and throwing daggers for war gear. Same heroic action, so heroic march. And then the whole reason, well, one of the two reasons you're taking them, which is their commanding bellow, which is friendly Corsair models within three inches of a Corsair bosun count as being in range of a banner. So these are interesting models, to say the least because there are some things that you really want them for. And there are other times when you're just like, I don't need to take them because they, they're five points less than a captain, but they lose the two most critical uh, parts about a captain, which is they lose one fight value. So they're fight four, which means they're, they're basically tying most normal troops they're only outfighting stuff like orcs and goblins. And they only have one might, which obviously we talked about earlier, uh, sucks because uh, Hishari, they also have one might and they have some real problems. But that banner reroll can be very useful. I mean, they're basically, they're the banner bearer of this list, unless you want to take a uh, Black Numenorian with banner. And they do their job. They do their job. Um, obviously, if you're taking sulidan they become far less useful because you've already got a six-inch banner, so it doesn't really matter. Um, and I think we'll probably discuss their other use when we talk about Corsair Reavers. But uh, just keep in mind that if you're ever choosing to take Corsair Reavers, you are always taking at least one of these models.
1: They're Corsair uh, Reaver delivery vehicles. Indeed.
2: Yeah, basically, like Corsair Reavers are the package. These guys are Amazon Prime. <laughs> kind of, like, like, they go well together. So, but I, Well, I, yeah, I was if, fine. if the
1: packages that Amazon delivered went berserk and killed everyone in your household once they arrived.
2: They sometimes do that. <laughs> no, I I, I find Evan, Evan hit it right on the nail. You'll take them with uh the the reavers, and they become almost irrelevant if you don't take them with the reavers. And you have Soladan or even Dalgamar with his banner effect. I find that I just always take captains over them. And I I talk to other Corsair players, and they totally disagree with me usually. But but I I just don't like them that much in comparison to the captain i think the captain with the one might we talked again about the Sharon. the one might makes a huge different difference and the fight five as well so them being fight four makes them very much just a support unit um that gives banner effects they're basically a banner effect that that's that's a, that's a one might to attack a corsair model but the captain being fight five like puts them over the edge
0: mm-hmm my okay. Um, we'll go into a model which you don't rarely see in this army but is available. Uh, Black numinorian Marshal. So, Matt, if you want to go over that,
1: uh, okay, Black Numenorian Marshal, he says again, <laughs> turning back pages. So, um, I, I think we and I think, um, me already talked about this model in the contest context of Baradour. Uh, where it lives um, but it 's a sixty five point model it is fight five strength four defense seven, two attacks, two wounds, courage five two might, one will, one fate so uh, basic um, high value captain profile he's you know with with fight five and defense seven, which is pretty darn tough comes with heavy armor sword and shield, he has heroic marches heroic actions he can get an armored horse and a lance and he causes terror. Um, because I don't know, he smells so bad or Oh wait, like that.
3: don't don't forget dad, don't forget you can also swap your shield for a two-handed weapon for 5 points.
1: I did not forget. I did just I no, just it, did not
3: deign it worthy of reading. It's very important because you can <laughs> spend 10 points to take something that's worse than the shield you already have. So uh if you want to lose games, make sure to take that two-handed weapon.
1: I I I, I will Take not acknowledge that that option exists. Buttons. It is not there. I do not see it. Um, it
3: cost five extra points. I don't understand. It's already so awful. Oh, whatever.
1: Um, so anyway, if you want a mounted hero in this list, um, and you don't want to ally in Suladan, perhaps you don't own him, um, then uh, Black Numenorean Marshal is a pretty good way to go. I mean, if you If you give him the armored horse and a lance, uh, he goes up to 85 points, um, but he's actually a decent hitter at 85 points um, with a lance. He doesn't have, obviously he doesn't have heroic strike because he's just a captain, but he is fight five um, and he is defense seven, so he's pretty tough to take down. So he's, uh, you know, he's a solid add if you want a mounted contingent to this list. Query, however, whether you want a mounted contingent to this list, um, as we'll see when we get to Uh, the various Corsair Warriors. Um, There's, you know, most of the time you just are going to want more Corsair Warriors. Um, So while this guy's maybe a fun ad, I'm not sure he's anybody that actually gets added to this list. Yeah. Yeah, you
2: might want to use him for like a punch. Um, He gives that kind of like mobility we talked about All the other Corsair uh, people being uh, leaders, excuse me, heroes, being unmounted. um, As bad as that is, we kind of alluded to it being a benefit for this army and how it plays. But yeah, if you want that kind of just basic, like high defense mounted model with a lance that just kills stuff, you can treat them kind of like a baby Boromir in a way that can't strike or has less things. Um, You could do it. Um, I think in my opinion... Many other people's opinions why they don't take them is because that just doesn't fit the play style of this of optimizing all the options, the best options for this list. But yeah, it's doable. I just don't, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Seems to, it seems that model always gets overshined in every single list that it could possibly be in. You know, you take it in Mordor, Barador, I mean, they, they just don't get used, and it's a shame because it is a good profile. But yeah. there's so many other things that are better in every list that it's in.
2: I did yeah. see someone play him pretty good. Uh, what? his name? Andrew Brock. Brock Nome, from Canada. Marshals. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Andrew Brock from Canada played, uh, I think, two of them at one of the Novas, and he was on table, top table that I played against him at that Nova, and he played pretty good with them. What were you going to say I to th- I,
0: Like, I've played with Black Nominarian Marshall multiple times, and not to say that they can't do better at higher points. I just think they're really good at lower points. So like 500, 600, that's when the black and Marshall does really well because you know you don't have as many big heroes to worry about. So it lets your Marshall go in and do a lot of great things being fight five with terror. And more than likely you'll find a way to maybe get him uh, minus one courage as well around the area. So it'll make it harder for him to be charged, but it's just a shame. I really like the model. Um, and I think it's a good profile, but there's always just in every army, it's in, there's always better things to take. Um, yeah. We'll move on. Well, to... I'm
3: just going to finish this off here. Um, so the black Numenorian Marshal, as people have said before, is suffers hugely from just being in the wrong lists because in all of the lists, he's, he's in a he's lot in, of lists. Is overshadowed, he is. but he's, he's in some of the wrong ones. Because, well, in Corsairs he doesn't fit the play style, and in Mordor and Barad-dur there are just so many options mm-hmm. that uh, you have a better one. And point for point, Black Numenorean Marshal is actually super strong. I know, Rainier, you love your Haradrim kings on horse with war spear, but uh, this guy is better than a Haradrim king on horse with war spear yes. in basically every single way, um, and. And ten points more. Ten points more. Yeah, per, ten points more. But uh, for terror, and defense two defense seven. terror. terror for defense, yeah, uh, you get you get an armored horse as well, and you lose just, out on the will. Which is, I just think
2: the one thing that's lacking for him is like the Heradrum king, like has the ability to lead, like lanced fight for warriors that are really cheap or soladan or like there's mahu thrown in there i think for corsairs if we're we're thinking of a pure list it's kind of hard to synergize that hitting power with like an all infantry list unless you take black new but yeah i don't know
3: he's he's just in the wrong list honestly yeah
2: you, you put it perfectly right there evan like i totally agree like just the wrong list? Came at the wrong time?
0: I thought... Maybe I'm wrong. I thought that the Black Numenorean Marshal was... Didn't he used to have two will? Wasn't he like a 2-2-1 guy? I don't think so. Maybe, maybe I'm either. wrong. I, th- I, thought, I thought that's what made him kind of special, was he had two will. But maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I think that but was yeah. the Dunlending thing.
1: That's the Dunlending maybe that, uh, chieftain okay. or whatever.
0: Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Um,
1: very willful.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll move on to the last hero model, which I think most people are going to be in agreement with. This is you try to get it in every single list, is Delgamar. So I'll move that over to Matt.
1: All right. Delgamar, Gate Master of Umbar, because somewhere there's a gate and this guy's the master of it. Uh, he is a hero of valor. He is 75 points. Uh, he's fight five, strength four, defense five, uh, three attacks, two wounds, uh, four courage. Three might, one will, one fate. He has armor, sword, whip, and throwing daggers. Um, he has a, uh, he has heroic strength. This is his only special ability. His special rule is ruthless commander. Uh, ruthless commander, friendly Corsair warrior models within three inches of Delgamar may choose to reroll a single die during the dual roll. However, if a Corsair model uh, makes this reroll and fails to win the dual roll it immediately suffers a strength to hit um, so uh, the key thing to keep in mind with this rule this is not like a banner. you are not limited to only having one guy in the fight reroll. Um, this is uh, you, this, you can have you can have everybody within three inches of Delgumar. Um uh, make this, uh, make this roll. Yeah.
2: You can literally like surround a guy with like six attacks and spear supports and
1: reroll, right. all, and of re-roll them. all of them. Um, and, you know, I, as I'm reading this, uh, I, I think especially given the recent FAQs, um, I mean, the way we've, we've always played it as long as somebody wins the duel, um, then, uh, uh, nobody has to take the strength to hit. And I think that is, I
3: think they specifically FAQ that yeah, very rule.
1: Right. Um, so, uh, because there is a way to interpret this rule that says, you know, if I have six guys reroll, but only one of them actually rolls and the other five, um, you know, have to suffer Delgamar's lash. Uh, but, uh, I think they have, they have now FAQ it. So as long as you, as long as you win the fight, which, uh, hopefully you will do if you're re-rolling enough dice, then, uh, then you're good. And, you know, obviously this is something you want to use when you have a higher fight value, which you often will with Corsairs and probably not something that you want to use. Um, if the other guy has a higher fight value, cause, oh. uh, you know, especially if the other guy's got a, got a six, but, um, this is, I mean, he is, this is probably the second hero you put in any list, uh, any Corsair list. Um, I suppose we could have a debate as to whether a uh, Corsair captain goes in second, but he, you know, I, I think you, you want this guy in the list at 75 points. He's another three attack. He's a three attack he, three might hero He's the only three might hero in this list. Um, and uh, he is definitely going in. Yeah.
2: That three might just makes a huge difference because right off the bat you, now have a model who you can like easily expand for or easily use his his might points for heroic moves, heroic combats uh, things like that. I think one big mistake people make and I we talked about this with uh, herein is he looks like a beat stick but he's actually very very delicate. so one thing that I always do when I play him and I see people sometimes fail to do this is they don't use all his might before he dies because he will die. Pretty easily, I mean, he can come up against a mega hero, and he can't heroic strike back, and they heroic strike and kill him. Um, even in combat, like lucky shots can kill him. So I say, use his might points not super liberally, but just use them enough to where you don't let him die, um, and he has no might points. That said, uh, Matt opened the debate. It is it is kind of a hard debate whether it's him or the captain. I think the main concern is you need March in this army. If you get March with Solidan, if you ally in, maybe you don't need the captain, but going pure, me personally, I would like put the captain second to Dal- Dalmir. Cause I feel like you need heroic March really
1: bad. Although, I mean, it, it's rare that this debate actually happens because heroes are so cheap in this list that you really need it. it there, there's very few circumstances where you can't get Dalamir and Delgamar and a captain. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're down at like the 400, 350 point level before that's going to start to be a concern. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's it, it's not like you you have to sit there and and you know kind of wring your hands about am I taking the captain or am I taking Delgamar? You're going to take both. So.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, boom, boom. Oh,
1: and I guess, by the way, just a second, what Rainier was saying about him being squishy. He is squishy. This is not a guy you want fighting Aragorn um, or or, you know, even an Urukai captain, for that matter. Uh, he is he is somebody that do not be afraid to have him kind of lurk in the back ranks um, and then kind of choose his moment to kind of emerge and slaughter hapless warriors um because he he has a combat benefit that he can utilize even from the back ranks
2: yeah i think his fight five has really pushed him again over the edge uh from choosing him over the sharon because he is like that troop killer you bring him against like a fiefden army minister of army or like any of these like fight four armies you see ranges of off of athelian of like he's just like destroying them like going to town
0: okay um move into the warriors um and the reason why i think this army is very competitive is because of the war gear in the first profile we're going over which is the corsair of umbar so rainier if you want to go over the profile for that
2: yeah. So the Corsair of Umbar. Uh, fingers crossed. Please, Jay, don't change this model. <laughs>
0: don't change this
2: model. Fingers uh, crossed. I th- I don't think listen you're to Fine it. Rainier
3: because Jay plays Corsairs.
2: Mm. <laughs> That's so good.
3: But, but so, not
1: the knight of Umbar. I'm willing to bet.
2: No, <laughs> he's gonna get like downgraded in the next FAQ. He's gonna have one might. <laughs> so, yeah. but the ba- basic corsair warrior corsair of umbar is seven points bare he's fight four he hits and shooting on a four strength three d3 so he's basically wearing a cloth and nothing else one attack one wound courage three so he's a basic i'd say a basic warrior profile for a man mm-hmm. um for the race of men but defense three being a yeah, well fight well that that's the thing. Defense three being the going really down and fight four being going really up. So you you give you get a good fight if you give give defense basically, which is really interesting. But he is automatically equipped with throwing weapons at seven points. Yeah. Which is fingers crossed, J Claire, don't you? Which is amazing in my opinion. And you get so you you couple that with the backstabber rule which seven points you're going to spam these bad boys and you get a model that's fight for backstabber with throwing weapons, like sign me up, please. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, he's right off the bat. He's really good. He does have quite a, quite a bit of war gear. Um, Typical. He can come with a bow, a shield and a spear. You don't really see them that often with bows um, for the reason that we're going to go over. crossbow model probably after this but yeah you don't see them with bow i know i play these guys and hoard them out quite a lot uh i always put shields on them actually the spear support as well for the majority of the majority of my army because the defense three if you don't have a shield they fall really fast against good armies because good good armies with basic strength three are going to wound them on fours. So shield them up in my opinion, although you can also go the route, which I have also gone, where you just hoard them, hoard a whole bunch in the back with no war gear, and you get seven point backstabber, like throwing weapon guys that are just ready to do stuff. They can go get objectives, they can throw into combat, they can hit the flanks, Um, they're protected by your, your basic troop line for bow fire. So yeah, I like them. Um, when you're making a list, I suggest that you don't do 50-50 when it comes to spear and sword because this army plays very much into the backstabber rule. So you want to outnumber your opponent and you're not really going to be surrounding them with spears. Um, that's kind of like a wasted point in my opinion. So yeah, how I build my list with these guys is I'll usually put six 6 with swords to 4 with spear. That's my ratio. Yeah, but what do you guys think?
0: don't like uh, strong weapons.
1: Yeah, I mean, if, <laughs> the, these guys are definitely on the top five and maybe at the top of the list of warriors in the game. Um, and I mean, for all the reasons you stated there, I mean, you could get, especially since you have so many cheap yet effective heroes in this list, you can get tons of these guys. And it it at the tournament points level list, you're going to be getting you know 50 or 60 uh, figures of these in the game, and that's 50 or 60 throwing weapons. Which is, I mean, even if the other guys got blinding light, um, you can you can just once once you reach that number of throwing weapons, even against blinding light, you can just kind of you can sit there and just devastate somebody with volleys of, um, throwing weapons. And, you know, especially the tactic we, we were discussed before when the hero charges in everybody else backs away and then throws into that combat and the, the poor, um, uh, you know, the, the poor schmo, uh, Corsair who got victimized by that, who ends up with, you know, eight daggers in the back, but, um, uh, the other guy's hero or the other guy's hero's horse ends up going down too. um, yeah, you know, it's, it, it, it's it, a worthy trade. Um, I, I will say, I do take a few, uh, Evan and I disagree on this. I do take a few guys with bows. Um, I think they are useful just because of their ability to move and shoot, um, and somewhat keep up with the front line. And at the end of the day, they're they come in at eight points, the Arbalester comes in at 10 points, but because of that ability to not, you know, that the not move and shoot, they end up they end up kind of being at, they can end up being out of the action when the lines meet, whereas your guys with bows can keep up that long range fire as you close um, and then get in and um, and actually fight. And yeah, I mean, they're, they're defense three, but I mean, so what um, it's, you know, you're, you're, your, your, your core shares will go down quickly, but you've got more of them. So, um, so who cares?
3: yeah um i mean there's there's again not much else for me to say about the corsair warrior uh they're they're very solid uh do i think they're close to the best warrior in the game no i disagree with my father Uh, i think models like warriors of arnor and stuff like that uh which just have such ridiculous points uh being undercosted, I think, outdo this model by quite a bit. Um, but they are definitely a strong model. Um, and the throwing daggers, while I don't love throwing weapons as much as uh, the other two on this podcast do, I'm definitely more in Tim's uh, wheelhouse where I think they're... I mean, they, they do their job, but uh, sometimes they just... They don't work and sometimes they do work. And uh I don't like those swingy things when I'm playing my armies. So I generally I think if we compare all of the lists that uh the three of us make, mine would probably have the least amount of Corsair Warriors and
2: Okay, so that that's a good good points, but I think I'd I'd go with Matt like like pretty far with Matt, what Matt's saying, because I think the beauty of the throwing weapon is you don't need it, to be honest in most cases. But when it works and when it clicks and when fifty two of when yeah. of you you know this Tim. You know
0: this. Goblin Town. I remember yeah. when I took the uh the Azogs Legion. The one yeah, poor,
2: poor Tim. Oh, he lost gosh. like 45% of his army before combat hit. We, but when, fi- when 52 of them work at the same time, yeah. it's just a beauty. And I think the one Corsair weakness, because we talk about this, I, I love this list, but of course it has blurring weaknesses. Terror armies is its weakness. It's hard to get into combat, but throwing weapons mitigate that. Because with throwing weapons, then your opponent... Is going to want to come into to combat with you. you. Yes, yeah. and I've come against Agmar so many times, and it's like you have your crossbears, bows or bows, just pounding into them, and then you have your front line, and the they're they're like they they come up to you and they're like ha you can't charge me, and you're like ha I don't care. <laughs> so so I... the th- the throwing weapons are, in my opinion. It's what makes them so such good models. Is a seven-point model with backstabber would probably be worth it, but you basically get the throwing weapons, yeah, like for free. And it's like maybe you don't use them, but when you do, just the options to do so much shenanigans. Yeah, I mean what a lot saying, of
1: oh, yeah. a lot of people confuse the impact of four throwing weapons, which mm. is most of the time not much, with forty throwing weapons. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. which is, I, I mean, it's. When you start to roll that many dice the the you know the kind of the will it work, will it not work chance of it kind of goes out of the goes out of the equation just through sheer geometric progression um, and you know you're you're bound to do a significant number with that if you can get into a position where you can get that many shots, you're bound to get a, a decent number of kills each turn, and once that starts happening. The other guy in terror has to start charging you yeah. um and at that or, or calling heroic moves so that you don't get your throwing weapons on the way in um but even and,
2: like the counter like throw they get in like you said like matt like they get into combat you just
1: cool yeah like, all the guys like, in I'm the back rank
2: 12 guys like yeah. all thrown into that like who cares and then even just the Corsair's what makes them so dangerous is we're going to go over the crossbows. Of course, we all know Urkai crossbows. Crossbows are horrible at 24-inch range. The Corsairs, the 6-inch range is so dangerous. Mm -hmm. And you want to get into combat really fast, but then the synergy of the army is when you get into combat, then the heroes, like we talked about, you leave those avenues open. They can do the counter charge. You could even... I've played against shoot who did i play against there was like a little in canada um dan entwise um he had a uh, Dan
1: Entwistle or dan
2: and Ent, 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 entwhistle Entwistle yeah yeah, yeah i don't know a dan like a, entwise but it's, it's a cool <laughs> name <laughs> yeah dan
1: entwise
3: <Dan laughs> and barry treebeard oh the the uh, we we do know the uh, the co writer of the Middle Earth SPG rules, so I think it would probably uh, be Dan Entwistle.
2: Yeah, yeah, but I played against him and like there was like this board where there's only like four four guys could get through, and he had this beautiful fountain court guard, and he hit me, and it was like okay, now combat's gonna start, and I took like twenty of my coursers, and I was like no, and I just moved them back, and the beautiful thing about throwing weapons, you can move full. and throw so i move them all back six six inches and just threw into the combat killed all my guys and then it's just like the same thing you just bring so much so many different maneuverability options into the game with throwing weapons at this point i get i get people's gripe with oh i paid 15 points for like uh like what are those guys an iron iron guard and I'm not yep. really getting the throwing weapons out of them. I paid two extra points for a Lorian not getting the throwing weapons. Mm-hmm. But here, you basically get it for free, and everybody has it. And when everybody it's free, has
0: it's for it, me. exactly it, 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 free. It's a good point, which is normally throwing weapons, I don't think there's a single army where it's not two points for a throwing weapon per per, per model, if I'm correct.
1: Uh, uh, war Wargriders.
3: Yeah, war riders, and actually, you—that's okay. the other time you really see throwing weapons—is on war riders because for one point, they're actually a fairly good deal.
0: Okay, so except they, it's, it's, except they have a base throw of five, five. So, and that's the other thing I was gonna talk about is the corsairs have a a throw value of four. So, for them to be able to, because obviously, l- l- let's assuming you're you're your meeting line. So, Rainier's charging in first. So, he'll probably get off. What would you say? Probably, let's say at higher points, you probably get off what like anywhere from fifteen to twenty throwing weapons a turn. Would you say?
2: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean not, X actually don't get depends on if they move or not. But like let's say ten maybe.
0: All right, so let's yeah. say ten. Even if you're going against defense six, you you're probably going to maybe get at least one, and to just get a free death. By not even having to do anything really is, and that's assuming you just only get one. You could get lucky, get maybe two or three, and the done changed. And with, with how many numbers you're already going to have, anytime you're lowering someone without risking actually doing anything to hurt them is just so, so massive. And like mm-hmm. Rainier said, if you know there's, let's say there's six inches, five inches apart, or whatever. And then you get to throw all forty of them at one turn, and let's say you took out four or five of them. Well, that's a massive loss right there. So it, yeah. the throwing weapons are just so annoying in this army. You you, you
2: find that like low defense hordes. Exactly, course, I mean, anything that isn't like, defense six. Cut defense th- sex. Cut, th- cut through them like their butter. Like it's it's exactly. insane.
0: Like I just I just think about like a, an army like Harad, right. Harad can get a bunch of numbers. They can get bows, blah, blah blah. But if they're charging forward, and Rainier then has, let's say, fifteen throwing weapons, he's probably going to kill about three or four a turn. What mm-hmm. through throwing weapons? I mean, and and yeah. I can't really deal with that.
2: And I I don't I don't think so much the troop killer aspect of throwing weapons is the real danger. I think what kind of Matt said is the ability to de heroes and that's a, yep. in the move phase or even wound or have the potential to kill your own guys, so they don't heroic combat.
0: Like that's True. just, that's another good yeah. part. Yep. Um,
1: um, well, I mean, yeah. I, one last thing on this, I actually, I don't underestimate the troop killing ability of this. And I guess that's, yeah. one thing I, one thing I'd take a little bit of issue with you, Rainier is um, two ranking these guys. Um, and The reason is that they typically have enough numbers that they can go into two ranks and still be longer than the other guy's battle line and loop around it. And the only thing that's worse than an entire front line that's throwing throwing weapons at you as you're approaching, is two ranks of guys throwing throwing weapons (laughs) at you. Yeah, but but
2: I, I think that that's the big big thing is like you put the spears, of course, with the first rank, but you have all. When you come around, don't really put the spears. But even if you don't have spears on the second rank, they could still throw. I think that's like the beauty of it. Yeah, too. yeah,
1: exactly.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: it's 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 crazy. Yeah, yeah.
3: we're uh, we're running a little low on time here, but I yeah. think it's just quickly mention how horrific these are against armies that move less than six inches.
1: Oh God. <laughs> so of goblins,
3: like Dwarves or hobbits or goblins <laughs> or anything like that. They're going to walk into range and you can't charge them. So they're going to get a couple of volleys at you yep. and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it.
1: Except die horribly.
0: Okay. Um, we'll go over the Corsair Reaver. So Evan, if you want to go over that.
3: Uh, yeah. So nine points. I think they were. Ten points left. I think they were, yeah. I think they were. Not mistaken, but obviously they've lost their most important thing, which they are now fight four instead of fight five. Uh, Obviously, fight five was a little ridiculous. Um, They're strength three, defense three, two attacks, one wound, courage four. Uh, They've got two swords, so none of those uh, reavers with axes things, unless you want to pay a point, (laughs) which you almost always do, actually. Um, And then they have the. Ridiculously complicated special rule mindless (laughs) killers and uh, Explaining this is not going to be fun but basically the gist of it is uh, every time uh, they go to move they take a courage test and if they fail uh, they're driven into a bloodthirsty rampage and uh, they must charge the nearest enemy model and if they cannot charge the nearest enemy model, if they cannot charge an enemy model, then they must charge your own models, which does a whole bunch of weird things. Uh, but along with that, they also get um, auto-pat- to auto-pass all Courage Tests, and they get plus one to Wound if they are driven into the Rampage. And the special thing about them with a the Bosun is when they are within six inches of a bosun, you can choose whether or not you want to uh, go crazy. So when they're within six normally, you can just say, hey, I'm going to, uh, I'm just going to pass the courage test automatically. And then you can just also, if you're in range, you can say, okay, all my guys go absolutely crazy. They charge in, they kill stuff. So Hopefully that was simple enough to understand. Um, Corsair Reavers are interesting models because they hit very, very hard and they do a whole lot of damage because obviously plus one to wound on top of the Backstabber special rule is absolutely ridiculous. But um, Defense 3 is not. And uh, you need to be super, super careful with them because... uh, Elf bows love to shoot at these guys because they will just melt right through them and your nine-point models are just going to disappear. Uh, Also remember that they used to be fight five, they are no longer fight five, so they're not nearly as powerful in the combat phase as they used to be. Um, Because fight four, uh, you're not as reliable with your two attacks. Say you charge into an elf and that elf shields, they're just going to beat you back. So um, if you're taking them, always take a bosun. And uh, remember, you don't always have to take these guys.
2: Yeah, I, think, I find that they're not as reliable. You think they're going to come like a fight to... Morgul Stalker like frontline fight like to to excuse me to attack Morgul Stalker frontline to attack half control frontline These guys if you're the front line your front line's gonna like melt really fast There's the possibility that you'll cut through your opponent, which is good. But the fight for really If they lose a combat, they're gonna die right off the well, bat. Um,
0: can I just propose this though? a, a, a Corsair warrior with shield is eight points. They're nine and you could add the extra point for the, the piercing strike, but and I get that you lose the throwing weapon, and I, I understand, but they're not that far off of they're only a point more for three attack, oh, yeah. back rank, front rank kind of a thing. I mean, if they, you add they, Zuladan to that, you got four attacks with you know,
2: yeah, they're really good, and people swear by them. I know Devin's not on this episode, but when he takes Corsairs, he takes a buttload of them at articon last not last year the year that we had it at articon i saw all the corsair lists that i saw at articon had a buttload of these guys just me personally i don't like their like low defense mm-hmm. evan alluded to it they die very quickly and i know if you have a horde that doesn't matter too much but just yeah. I, I'm not a fan of it. And then coupled with, I like taking captains more. So you you have to take the bosun with them, and right off the bat, you're going to lose out on one might and one fight for the captain. I mean, I I still think they're extremely like low coster for what they can do, um, but yeah, I would advise don't take four or five of them. Like take a lot of them if you're going to take them, because they are soft targets.
1: I actually take. Not four or five of them, but maybe like six or eight of them. Um, but and and I don't they, they don't go in the front rank. This that's not mm-hmm. where they go um, because they need to go near the bosuns and the bosuns don't want to be anywhere near the front rank because they get shot. Um, I have these guys kind of lurk at the back, and when the scrum happens uh, and you're in a position where you know that because you always want to keep the bosun hidden. When the scrum happens and you know that you've got enough slots where you can kind of get them all into combat, that's when you turn them loose. And what I use them for is I use them to tag team with the heroes and do heroic combats. Um, Cause they're, if you could get somebody where you can get like two of your foot guys on a, on a guy, um, whether it's a mounted guy or whatever. Uh, and these guys are great to get into combat with a hero and do a heroic combat with because of that plus, you know the two attacks with a plus one to wound um and you know god forbid you you've actually trapped the guy too and you've got so these guys end up with a plus two to wound um and then you can send them into various places after the heroic combat however we now know after the faq that you need to make sure that that bosun is still around when he's doing the heroic combats um because if they they need to apparently test when they're doing the move before heroic combat now um and if they go nuts on that test then uh uh, they might... Well, it's generally
3: not problematic if
1: you're... because
3: generally you're you're moving them and charging them again. So generally it's not a problem, but if you're trying to reposition them in some way, then uh, be careful of that.
1: Yeah, well I mean you could end up in a heroic combat situation where you've like you've screwed up and you've moved like your figures so there's no longer any... because this happens in heroic combats sometimes. What you're really trying to do is like get your hero in somewhere with the heroic combat and then like one or two of the guys were in the heroic combat end up with no options to go in and charge somebody else. And you don't want that to be the reaver <laughs> and have him fail his test to go nuts and charge into the back of one of your guys on a heroic combat. That would not be good. Okay.
0: They're, just, um, they're just,
2: they're good, good, good models. Most people take them. Mm-hmm. Some people don't like they're just at, at a good punch.
0: I, I like, I like the ability to get plus two to one though. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, We'll move on to maybe you guys disagree with this. I, I would argue probably the best archer model in the game because, yeah, I mean, they we'll, we'll get would, into the we'll I would disagree into... with yeah. that, but I was about I to say disagree.
3: I would disagree as well, so I would agree I can with
0: get it into that. They're on the list, they're, they're, they're okay, so we'll say that they're up there. Um, so I don't know. Let's go with Rainier if you want to go over the Arbalester.
2: Yeah, so the Corsair Arbalester is um, basically Infantry Corsair. Same stats for the fight for the Backstabber. The only thing is they're only defense three. However, they have a Crossbow Dagger and Pavis. 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 Oh, sorry. (laughs) 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 Pavis.
1: Sorry, this this episode is doubling as a
0: this, this episode is spot up uh is, is. is brought to you by autocorrect. Yep.
2: <laughs> yeah, and if for all those viewers that are watching, like this is when we have like all the Americans on. As you can tell, we don't all speak with the same accent. What <laughs> you talking about? What you talking about? <laughs> talk about? over there? <laughs> yeah, so um the pavis. Lord have mercy. I feel more Italian just saying it's it French. Like
0: it's a French word. Oh
2: my goodness. Lord have mercy. <laughs>
0: Just say <laughs> the any country and just.
2: Let me say okay. So Matt, the dagger,
0: the dagger, the, <laughs> the
2: crossbow, crossbow, cross the Okay, so, so um, he still gets a backstabber. The Pavise basically um gives him three extra defense when models are shooting against him. So I. I would go into well, remember
3: it's not just shooting against him. It's whenever they're not engaged in combat. So I think I pulled this against my father once, but Gwah yeah, here hurled sure through did. a whole bunch of them yeah. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> they got their defense six.
0: There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's good to know.
3: That,
0: Evan, that's a really good point though. Cause I don't think a lot of people considered that. So that's, that's good to mention to people that it's yeah. not just sh- when people are shooting at you. It's when you're not in combat.
2: Mm-hmm. That's really, really good. Good to know. So, um, um, crossbow is amazing. They're ten points only, which is cheaper than the urukai. It's cheaper crossbow. than urukai
0: and um, iron hills as well.
2: Mm. Now this is where I get it. I'm I'm in Tim's camp in a way where even in our top archers episode, I I think I rank these guys as probably one of as as my top five. But the ability to give this army what it's kind of lacking, and that's um, firing cover. Mm -hmm. Um, these guys can either be used as front ranks to take out, take the shooting as you're marching up or how I use them is I spam them, of course, and, uh, do what I call just suppressing fire. Like you have them, you move a rank with your guys, these guys shoot, then these guys stop the next turn. You move these guys, they shoot and they just come closer like that. Um, but yeah, they're pretty, pretty good model. And I think also combat wise, they're pretty good. Most Corsair players that aren't that aggressive, I think, play them wrong, where they will charge their whole army up and keep them in the back. Then you just don't have the numbers to use backstabbers, and you have them in the back. They shot a couple rounds, and now they're just chilling. Um, smoking a cigarette with their pavis. <laughs> 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 so so what I do is I actually use them quite combat-y. Um, many people don't like this, but they still have, they can still shield. Yeah. Um, which many people don't know or realize. So even if you have three of them go up against, like, say, a hero and you shield with all three, you have six dice and the hero has to roll six to beat you. Or even the backstab rule. You can even surround somebody with these guys, shoot them in the corners, and then when you go in with the army, use them as flankers. So they're really good. They're amazing objective holders mm-hmm. because... People, the likes of Legolas, are still going to wound them on sixes because their defense six um, once, when not in combat. But yeah, I know people won't agree. I mean, the Iver- Iversons don't agree. They're the best shooting, but Tim and I, I you know, I, it, Tim, I, I, these bad boys, these bad boys are amazing, right? I,
0: I, I will speak of a story and I'll make it quick because I know uh, we, we'll want to move on to the last profile. Basically, I played Rainier in a tournament. It was in New Jersey. It was, I have Azog's Legion. And he had corsairs. By round four, end of round four, I had been wiped off the table because of his crossbows. They just annihilated me. I I I think I had 40 models. I lost every. I lost an ogre a turn. I think I had two ogres plus Azog, and then I had like 36 goblins. And I understand the goblins are low defense, but e- even if it was. Defense for Harada. like they just—I would have been annihilated. And you can argue that maybe it was just really good shooting, but then the blasters just annihilated me, absolutely destroyed me. Coupled with
2: the throwing weapons, you have a twenty-four inch yes. range of and the
0: course the The last turn of combat was because of the throwing weapons. I mean, I think yeah. I like, like I think it was seven. like a
2: seven hundred point list that yeah. I had all the big heroes, Dalgamar, Dalmir, and I still was able to bring like 18 crossbows with the two captains. (laughs) Like it's, it's, it's disgusting.
0: I, I mean, I've never been tabled that quickly in my life. I enjoyed it. I didn't. No, I think the game was over <laughs> in like 40 minutes. Like it was I mean, so their, quick.
1: Their crossbows, though, are no better than anybody else's
0: crossbows. But it's the cost efficiency for their crossbows. Mm, I mean, so added what's an Urukai Ar- so crossbow so, cost?
2: So to be, to be fair. affordability I think, is what you're
3: talking
0: about. Plus, from the they whole, can't yeah, be shot back at nearly as easily as yeah. any other.
3: The, the Corsair Arbalesters, I would like to point out, actually aren't very cost efficient efficient because some of the points uh are just sort of static i guess in a way because remember they are five points more than a corsair of umbar because they don't have the throwing weapons so they're paying a whole lot um for their crossbow and pavis. and obviously those are points well spent but um just just a difference between cost efficiency and uh being an effective model they are a very effective model but their cost isn't the most efficient and yeah, i think I... with the argument of um best shooting model in the game i think blackroot fail archers are just that little bit better uh especially yep. with that heroic shoot because they do a little bit more damage
1: yeah and, yeah and they they can move and shoot which i mean which is a i mean which is a dilemma for the corsair arbalesters is um their uh you know you do have to you do have to kind of balance um, their ability to shoot and their ability to actually get up and influence the fight and since since the Corsairs are a low defense army um, and are gonna be tending to move toward well in some circumstances can move toward their opponent um, like if the opponent has blinding light sometimes the corsair arbalesters can be left behind but that said they are still really I, I, don't get us wrong. <laughs> we don't think these are bad figures. Um, obviously you want to take a whole bunch of them. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, they are, they are kind of a long range firepower of the list. And even if they do get left behind, they still have utility, that utility of shooting into combat. Yeah. Somebody else doesn't have um, blinding light. Then, you know, you can have all your guys with throwing weapons, go in and engage, forget about them. And then, your your block of um twelve Arbalesters sitting behind the lines then goes and shoots into that combat with the enemy's big hero and well, they they will take that guy's horse down.
0: So I think um, the interesting I, I've talked to Rainier. I know you've we've had a conversation about this before. I I've asked you what is it with the Corsairs that you're afraid of that you would say I can't outshoot you. And I don't think you've ever said there's something you're afraid to not. You're you would no, take on Galadriel with th- thirteen bows and still be like I'm confident I'm gonna win this. Yeah, because battle. you
2: could you could bring like a pure Corsair list with like sixty two models. Yeah. Going against a a a Gladrum list with thirty four maybe thirty five, mm-hmm. and they're taking out on sixes maybe one or two of your your crossbows, and you're taking out shooting. I know I brought a pure list eight hundred. I have twenty two crossbows. Some of those are going to hit, and when yep. they hit, you're going to need a five to kill. You're taking out just as many people at the, same, at the same the rate. That's against the
0: best shooting in the game. That's against
2: the best shooting in the game. You can with even couple light. them with a with a rogue. Shoot. Shoot, exactly. And black rule rate right? archers. Sweet. You're going to kill me. You can take out a captain. You can potentially take out Dalgamir. If I win the shoot off, I'm wounding all the black rule rate right? archers on four. Yep. And it's just, I mean... I played this my last game at Articon and he had the the Shadow Lord and some Orc trackers and he had a similar amount of, of guys as me and he thought okay I have blinding light I'm gonna wait this out and it did not go well because he wasn't killing any of my guys maybe one a turn and you're gonna roll sixes Mm -hmm. with 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 around 20 and 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 they're going to get through and when they get through they kill things when they get through they wound horses on fours Mm -hmm. when they get through they do damage and it just and not to mention it freaks people out you could
0: in theory if 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 you do you so you could call do you have anything in in the army that has accuracy
2: no, no Rask okay. is the only evil hero with accuracy. Gotcha.
0: I, I was going to say, maybe you could call an accuracy to get to like the person with planning light, but, I mean, but it, not, it, not even
2: that, like, like I played against like a prominent member who usually takes Baromir Boromir on horse mm-hmm. from the, from the Carolina group, Jason Alexander. And you can put six guys in front of your Boromir on horse and the crossbow still gonna make it through <laughs> and he's still gonna de-horse Boromir like that's that's the beauty of like of them like it's just it's it's so think, much
0: because i know we were talking a second ago about the fact that you know the cost effectiveness versus how good it's 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 all of this combined which in in, in my opinion makes them if they're not top then they're either two or three in my book which is yeah. you have at least, I mean, especially in higher points, and to be fair, in most midpoints as well, you're going to have so many of these models that then can shoot and do a whole bunch of damage, and then they can't really, they they can take the damage back because unless they're dealing with crossbows themselves, but again, if they're dealing with crossbows, you're probably going to win that war because you're going to have more crossbows than they will.
2: Yeah, yeah, you you come across, I've even, I think this list is the only one that could actually Potentially survive against an Athelian list, mm-hmm. just because if you get the heroic shoot off, you're gonna take out a ton of. But but we say yeah. cost cost effective, and I agree with Tim. Like, it's not like oh the ten points, blah blah. blah. It's the ten points for this list specific. Yeah, it is a horde yes. list. Yeah, it's yeah. You're bringing because if 50 50 you get eight point,
1: eight point warriors, and you get a ton of them, yeah,
2: yeah, you're bringing fifty to sixty models, so you can literally spam these guys like you would in a. In a siege siege list for Urakai, like that's the only like other army that I've seen potentially come close to like th- that much crossbow fire. And when you have so many of them, the moving doesn't really matter because you are doing suppressing fire. You spread them out in your warbands You don't don't make the classical mistake bringing D- Dalmir and putting 18 in one war band and lining them up like it's like a revolutionary war battle <laughs> and you're taking turns like firing like right. fire 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 like don't do that spread them in your war bands and then you have six or f- five or six shot volleys coming from every direction in the game no hero is safe no combat is safe no nothing is safe no leader is safe like it's disgusting and then you can do suppressing fire you can move some up shoot move some up shoot um and you couple that with the throwing weapons like i said earlier it just makes it way way better because then the opponent comes rushing in then they're within six you throw Mm -hmm. and it's just just pretty good i i'd rank them as my top my top archer outside of heroes just for what they do to the list and the backstabber too they're no slouch in combat at fight four
0: let us let us know in the comments what you guys believe is the best archer in the game. Not, maybe not necessarily if you look at the profile, but what, what in what army? So you know we're saying that we think the Corsairs in their army with their points at cost are the best in me and Rainier's opinion. You guys are saying the Athelian rangers in their list. So let, let us know in the comments what you believe is kind of the best archer in their army for what reason. Um, we'll move into the last model which unless I'm unless I'm uh, incorrect here I think they got rid of the main reason you used to take them in this army which was the ability to upgrade them to fight 5 they got rid of that
1: I think that's in yeah. Harad isn't it uh, Is that
3: Black Númenorians Yeah uh, well the the Harad number list used to be combined Yeah um right. and you were you were able to take them as uh fight, fight 5, five yeah. which no one ever did because they always took reverse but you yeah. could do that um, and now you can't do that with black. That's upsetting. I,
0: I wish they, I wish they had kept that rule where you know, at, at the end of the day, it's still an 11 point model to be able to do that. So that's that's a little upsetting for me, well, but yeah, a man, 10
2: point model. Well, 11 with the upgrade,
0: 11 like the with old upgrade because they're well,
3: nine, black are nine, and then they go up to 10. So it would be 10 points. Um, anyways, uh, let's let's go over black numenorians while we're talking about them. Uh, I think we've we've already gone over them, so very basic, nine points, fight four, defense six, uh, courage four, uh, one attack, one wound, strength three, uh, and uh, terror, heavy armor, sword and shield. And despite the fact that they don't benefit from the army bonus, it's still perfectly... Perfectly reasonable to take these guys in the Corsairs of Umbar list, um, and there's a couple reasons you would do this. One of them is I know Rainier likes just sprinkling a couple in there uh, to add a little bit more defense in some in some places and add in some terror. And obviously, Courage Four is nice to be able to pass some of those terror tests. Um, I've seen other people ally them in. Uh well, take one just to be able to take a banner because they do actually have a banner option in their profile uh I'm not sure why you would do this over just taking Sullidan and dropping one of your Corsair heroes, but you could you could do this um and I've experimented, and I know there are some lists in Germany that just spam out black Numenorians in Corsair lists. And they just replace the entire throwing weapon front line uh, with Black Numenorians, and I mean, obviously, more effective than uh, the normal one. I wouldn't say that. I think they both they both have their own merit to playing them. Uh, Black Numenorians give you a more solid, robust shield wall, and uh, they can be more useful against. Uh, if your army has a whole, if your opponent has a whole lot of shooting, uh, their defense six can be really helpful just to protect some of your weaker models, um, and obviously the terror is really useful. So there's, you can you can definitely take black Numenorians in this list if you want to.
0: And it goes back to that whole point where, like we were saying, how uh, a corsair with shield is eight points; these guys are nine, but you also get uh the, the the terror you get the defense six which makes them a lot more stable in the front um obviously like Evan said the courage four if you need to charge things a little bit better i mean they're they're, they're viable but again i think what it always comes back to when we always talk about this is the throwing weapons and and how great the throwing weapons are but what do what you guys
2: I, I usually take about five five well like Three to seven of them in my three list, depending on the point points match. Um, in my eight hundred point list that I played at Nova, where I allied in um, the Serpent Horde, I I still added I think four of them, four or five. Oh,
0: what do you use them for? The, the um, three I, to
2: seven. I use them to accompany Dalmir, to be honest, and it gives him a little more breathing room in his war band. Um, like you usually have, like your arbalisters shooting okay. defense six. They kind of cover your your Corsairs from getting shot out that fast, but also it spooks some armies that come to charge you. And when they fail a courage test, their armies, their battle line comes in all staggered and it gives you more holes to use the throwing weapons. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, why I take them. And then just the ability to have terror, like have that around Dalmir is like really good in my opinion. Um, Cause why not? I think they're, Way underpointed. Please, be Please, J. Claire. Do not listen to this. But <laughs> I think they're underpointed. To be honest, I don't think it breaks the list in any way, because no one sees them really spammed too hard. And even if they are, of course, you you alluded to it. You're giving up something to take them. Mm-hmm. So I think for nine points, defense six, terror. They're even high courage. Their courage. What courage for? Yeah, and, and fight for like that for nine points like what the heck sign me up (laughs) like
0: well well, in in, you know the model that everybody always compares them to is the knight of dolheimroth where they go (laughs) where they go okay Uh. you've got this model that has almost the exact same profile and you have this model that has almost the exact same profile but clearly this profile is much better than this for less points
2: but yeah but mm -hmm. i'll be honest with you the same thing Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. The, the
0: the one thing i like to say is and 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 this might just be me personally i notice a lot of times that the good profiles Tend to have like that one where like it's like oh well, this one's better than this one so it's just a shame. I like that evil has that profile where it kind of gets the the betterment over good sometimes. Mm-hmm. So like you know there there are always those models where you're gonna go. Oh, you know this one. You why would this one's clearly better than this one for like the same points? So it's a shame. And mo- most of the time, I find it's with good. So I like to. I like that evil has that model over good every once in a while.
2: Yeah, and yeah. descent, like uh, lure, uh, lure, lure wise. I don't really like the look of the model, to
1: be honest. I love the look of the model.
2: I oh, love you love. Well, well, for
3: me, it's clearly
1: like either love these guys or hate these guys. Yeah,
3: they're a very yeah. divisive model uh, they, in the looks department. Are they're
2: like politics? <laughs> but but I like i like the idea that they are numenoreans like Mm -hmm. that's what puts them over the edge like they are blood numenorean blood Mm -hmm. and i don't i don't know i i always from the books and stuff reading them like an umbar they're more princely and they were rich they had all the influence and stuff like that so that's why i don't like the look as much because it looks a little Mm -hmm. grimy for my style i feel like if i yeah if i converted them i'd make them look actually a little more shiny so
0: Somebody did this, which I thought was really cool. Somebody always likes to say that the, the model that they want the Black Dome to look like is the Dark Marshal. Like they wish that a bunch of Dark Marshals with like faces is like the, the, mm-hmm. the whole aesthetic of the armor and everything like that. It's like how they would want to do it. And so I, 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 saw, I think I saw a post on the GBHL um, Facebook page and it was somebody converted like 12 dark martial models into like black Numenorians And it was just, they had all these different poses. I just thought it was so cool. Like when you saw them in that regard, but I'm always going to wish that the black Numenorians had spear supports. I just, I wish I could take a whole army of black Numenorians front and back. Yeah. I think it'd be yeah. so much fun. Yep.
3: So one final scummy thing you can do with these guys is if you've got a whole lot of them, you can just sit them out in front of all of your guys. And then when your opponent goes to make courage tests, they're going to fail some terror tests. And then you can take the remainder of all your throwing weapons and your crossbows from your spearmen <laughs> and just shoot them all at those guys sitting out in the middle of nowhere. And especially against armies like Goblin Town, the majority of their guys aren't going to be able to charge and they're just going to get mowed down. So in some ways, uh, even though they're losing throwing weapons, they can give you a really big shooting advantage.
0: It's actually a good point where if you had, and, and I know that we talked about small group, but if you had like a front rank, back rank kind of situation and you did go against the low courage army and they don't charge as much, you'd have, let, let, let's assume a third of them didn't get in or a third of them did get in, so you have two thirds of your army that could just sit there and literally just throw throwing weapons and not even have yeah. to engage in combat.
2: Or, or, or you can gang up on the guys that did charge and kind of, kind of like put I mean, three against one, yeah. you two against one, four against one. Mm-hmm. So it is. It adds that tool and like. Even like monsters, like monsters love playing against corsairs because all the hurls and throwing yep. and stuff. Like you can stop a troll with this. I've stopped the goblin king with one of these guys before. <laughs> like it's just the goblin king goes to charge. And it's like no, and like not this turn. Sorry, not, not today. Bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they are they are kind of for nine points. Like why not? They're kind of in my opinion like specters mm-hmm. in a list where it's like. They might not do anything this round, but they might do something next round. In a whole five, six game tournament, they'll definitely have a role in one of the games. Mm-hmm. So for nine points, why not sprinkle one or two, considering they're the same points as a Corsair with Spear and Shield. So why not?
0: Um, any last thoughts before we end the episode?
2: No, just let us know what you guys if you guys have had success with Corsairs.
0: Yeah. Uh, let us know uh, what you think of the Corsair Army, as well as any lists you'd like for us to review in future episodes. If you can leave any questions as well for a QA and a and, and let us know that it's for the Q&A and not just a question for us in general. And as always, we're on Apple uh, Podcasts and Spotify. And if there's anything else you'd like to for us to discuss in future episodes, leave that as well. And we look forward to seeing you guys next week.
1: Bye.